Hello everybody and welcome to this Hearts podcast. This is going to be the first in a series of podcasts which we hope to produce over the next few months uh, with some interesting guests we're going to have on. Uh, but to start with, what we're going to do is have a chat with some of our team members to see uh, how they got into accountancy and what their current views on various issues are. I'd like to introduce you to Rebecca Wilson, who runs our audit team and who started off as a junior here at Hearts. And uh, I'd like to chat to her about what she does, how she got into it and her views on various issues at the moment. So good morning, Rebecca. Um, how do you actually get into accountancy in the first place? Um, so I used to come here in the evenings after sixth form, um, not that many hours a week, two, three, maybe, um, just a bit of pocket money. And um, yeah, I used to do the admin, so obviously I got to know the staff. Um, and when it came to applying to university, doing a UCAS application um, and just deciding what I wanted to do in life, um, I sent my CV to Mel- Melissa and David. Melissa and David, um, two of the partners here. Yeah, uh, gave them the first refusal of me and um, obviously sent my CV out to some other accountancy firms in Macclesfield as well in the local area um, and yeah they, they offered me a job as just an apprenticeship like an apprenticeship role yeah. Um, and yeah so I was the first junior in the team because there wasn't any any juniors back then it was sort of Melissa and David and then just a flat yeah you know flat system um, and yeah so I went underneath everybody yes just doing the, the odd jobs you know, mm-hmm. the, the boring stuff, but um, I was enjoying it. It was good. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so started doing bookkeeping, VAT returns, and so on. Um, they started putting me through AAT at Macclesfield College, and that's the accounting um, technicians. Yes, yeah. yeah, like the foundation level for that. Yes, um, and then yeah, that took two and a half to three years, I think, and then immediately into ACCA, so Chartered Certified. Okay, um, and again, that took another sort of three years or so. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, qualified a couple of years ago. And how is the process of doing the qualifications these days? It's a long time since I've done them. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's good. So I think in comparison to what you had, it's very modular nowadays. So okay. It's not, you know, three exams at once and, and, then, and then a big break. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, the mixture of working and studying is difficult. Mm-hmm. AAT was a lot easier than ACCA, so... So you sort of got that foundation level to begin with. Okay. Um, I think stopping six four my year at school and six you know in college for a good six hours a day to then working for seven hours a day and then having to study afterwards um, was a bit of a change that I had to get used to. But uh, it's well worth it, obviously, at the end of the day. So. And how much studying do you actually have to do, say, on a, a nightly, about a weekly basis? Um, probably should do an hour, two hours a day, maybe. Okay. But um, I, I'll admit, I, I became a crammer and ended up <laughs> okay. booking holidays off two weeks before each exam and just, mm. just going for it. But, uh, and I'm sure that the work that you did during the day would help with the studying as well because you're seeing in practice what you're actually studying. Does that help? Yeah, yeah. So obviously when you're at college, you're learning the technical stuff. Um, and when you're at work, you're putting it into practice. So, okay. And obviously you can take bits and bobs from your college work. Have a look at your books if there's anything technical that you need to look up. Mm. Um, there's Google, you know, it's yes, good. Yes. Um, Open Tuition was a good website that I used to use for ACCA. Okay. So for anyone thinking about doing accountancy and so on, mm. I'd recommend that. So, but, um, and would you recommend anybody going into accountancy these days? Uh, yeah, 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 definitely. Um, it's an interesting, it's an interesting career to go into. 
obviously don't get sidetracked by the fact that most people call you boring. Yes. Um, and admittedly, it probably is boring work to begin with. But as you develop, you do end up doing a lot more interesting work. So. And there's a lot more client-facing work and speaking to clients yes. and, it's yeah. in, and, and engendering those relationships, really. Yeah, 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 definitely. I think it's good. If, if you're sociable, then it does make a difference as well. But but then again, also, if you're not sociable, there's a, there's a place for you. There's, Absolutely. There's a lot of, you know, technical sort of analysis work that you can sure. just get your head into. It's okay. Good. Great. Yeah. So you're head of the audit team here yeah. and, and you've got a number of members of your team. What exactly is an audit involved to explain to, to our listeners? Okay, so uh, an audit is a more in-depth um, progression of accounts, essentially. So obviously when you do an accounts prep, you're just getting the figures from your um, your client, preparing it into the accounts and mm. you know sending that off to company's house. Take sure. done. An audit is um, a lot more focused on the detail and making sure that um, the figures are valid. Um, there's a few they call them assertions that you'd look for as well. Um, and you just yeah, so you're just doing an independent review of the figures um, and and the disclosures as well in the notes to make sure that they're correct. Normally, it's for the bigger clients who yes. who need it, um, you know, as statutory because of the size they are. Some people have a voluntary audit because they might need it for borrowings or sure. credit rating. Yeah. You know, suppliers might ask them to have audited accounts. Mm-hmm. Um, and other, there's other reasons as well. Some people might be getting bonds that help them, so they would require an audit okay. accounts as well. Okay. Um, but, yeah, we'd go a lot more into the detail. Um, we give the client recommendations of controls that we so, see. So we actually add value back to the clients yes. as well. Yeah, so definitely. it's not just something that has, they have to process to go through. No. We actually, when you're doing an audit, you actually come back and say, well, we think these improvements would make your business better. Yes. Um, yeah, yeah. So it is an added value service as, as well as having to be, sometimes the clients might see it as painful to have to go yes. through. Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but the, but it's again, it's maintaining that right sort of relationship to yeah. ensure that you know things run smoothly and so on. No yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't get me wrong; we do get a mixture of clients who some who love us being there, give us a cup of tea every hour. Yeah. Some who chuck us in a horrible room. Yes. No, yes. no tea or coffee. No eating. <laughs> just they want rid of us. So. Um, so if yeah, you're watching and we have to do an audit, we come to you. Please give us a cup of tea. Yeah, please you know, do. And a biscuit. <laughs> that would be great. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Um, so what are you, what would you say is the main attributes you need to be an accountant or especially an auditor? Um, so attention to detail is definitely something that you would require. Like you can't just sort of, you know, come in, glance at something and go, oh, yeah, take that's done and, and yeah. walk off. Um, yeah. Again, like I say, be, be sociable because a lot of audits is client facing. You know, we will go to the clients rather than doing it in the office. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, you, you're speaking to them face to face. Um, and yeah, giving them advice um, and asking them a lot of queries. So sure. being sociable and you know a nice person to be around is definitely yes. um, yes. going to help the service. Yes. Um, mathematical background is going to help. I mm-hmm. mean, I did maths and business, so it kind of screamed finance to me. But yeah, um, yeah, th- there's a lot of numbers involved. Don't get me wrong. And so, do you, and we're always told to have professional skepticism when we're actually yes. doing an audit. Um, to explain to to uh, people watching or listening to this what that actually means. Okay, so you would go to an audit and um, obviously you're checking the validity of the figures. So if you go with professional scepticism, you kind of go in with the mind that you're going to find something wrong. So rather than let's hope it's all right and we can just get through this easily. So yeah, you you're looking for items that would be overstated or understated to make the balance sheet and 
profit and loss look better. So. Okay. And we're always looking for third-party verification of lots of the balances yes. and figures that we're looking at as well, yeah. just to make sure we don't we just don't take what the client says for granted, basically. So having such a stressful job, <laughs> yeah. how do you actually relax? Um, so I love music. So me and my other half go to a lot of gigs. Yeah. Uh, sometimes he surprises me with people that I've never even heard of. Okay. Uh, he's not done that recently, actually, because of COVID. So I'll have to nudge him. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, and I swim a lot. So okay. yeah, at the end of the day, the start of the day, it's a good way of washing the day off, actually. Fantastic. So I'm actually, um, I've challenged myself to swim a whole marathon this month. Not in one, not in okay, that, That'd fine. be crazy. Put me to shame. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but to be fair, it's crazy enough. I'm having to swim a lot every day. So um, Right. But yeah, it's good. Seems to seems to work for now. So that'll do. Okay. So. so how do you see generally the accountancy profession going in future? What, what sort of ideas do you think yeah. the way it actually will progress? Because we've seen a lot of talk about um, new technology coming into yeah. the industry. How do you see that affecting the way the profession will go forward? Uh, I think a lot of the profession at the moment, especially with all the scandal with the big four, um, is of looking at going concern uh, and a lot of fraud, especially in the audit kind of um, profession. So um, technology-wise, yeah, there's new technology coming up all the time. So it's going to be a case of ensuring that that does you know, give an advantage mm-hmm. to businesses and so on. And if if necessary, whether we can audit that and make sure that, you know, the technology is doing the right thing. Yeah, because we often hear of clients introducing new systems yeah. and procedures throughout the year. So we have to check, we have to do all our checks on the new procedures, yes. and the old yeah, procedures yeah. and so on. And it may well be the new technology is coming in, we're putting in a new accounting system or new software or whatever it is. Yeah. And we have to start looking at that as well specifically. Yeah. So back what I was saying about controls and improvements, sure. obviously if there's a new system, then you're going to have to have a look at that absolutely fresh Yeah. and um, see whether there's anything that you can recommend or if it's perfect, you never know, it might be, might be running very smoothly already. You wish. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We wish. Yeah. Um, what's the, what's the commonest problem that you, clients seem to mention to you if they're talking about issues that they come across so a lot of problems that i come across is stock related okay so as part of an audit if you've got stock and it's a material balance meaning it's it's, you know it's big enough to affect the accounts we would attend a stock take at the year end um now i've never attended a stock take where it's perfect at all um obviously you've got You've got a lot of risks with stock that you know goes missing or pilferage from employees. Sure. Yeah. You know, if it's desirable stock, you never know. Yeah. Um, and then obviously the valuation of stock as well. Because mm-hmm. there could be a pile of stuff that's just absolutely wrecked. Yes. They, you know, they include it. So we would see that when we go to this, you know, on the stock take. Mm-hmm. Um a lot of clients nowadays back onto the your technology kind yes. of point. Um, they're buying scanners. Mm-hmm. Um, so these big warehouses, instead of sort of having to know where everything is, mm-hmm. they've got a scanner so they can just go up and scan the barcode. And, so okay. on. Uh, and that's definitely improving sort of the, you know, the controls around holding stock. Sure. Because, so, yeah, a lot of the time it's, we go, there's meant to be 20,000 of, you know, bottles or something. Yes, and, yes. and there just isn't. And, it, okay. and they just never have a, a reason why it's not. So they <laughs> okay. just have to adjust and that's that. So, um, yeah. What's the most unusual situation you've actually come across as part of when you're doing an audit? Have you had any strange ones where you've come across and you thought, that's very odd? Or what, what's the worst experience you've had when doing an audit? Um, what a question. Um, 
not really audit related, but we have got a, if, if you're on about unusual things that have happened. Yes, yes. So we've got a couple of clients who have um, some assets in data centers. So these are these, you know, big sort of warehouses, lots sure. of security. Yeah. They've got servers and technology and stuff in there. Mm. Uh, a lot of banks use them. I presume a lot of governments use them as yeah. well. Yeah. So in order to get in, you've got to basically sign your life away. Okay. So here's my ID, here's yeah. my thumbprint, you know. Yeah. Don't know who you're selling that to, but okay. Yes. Um, and it must be to do with, you know, the air, not sort of getting uh, polluted okay. and so on to get in. Okay. So one way of getting in is thumbprint, mm-hmm. and then you end up in this sort of tube, sort of, I don't know, like a circular little oh, really? that thing. Okay. So you're in, sliding doors go in. You meant to put your thumbprint on again, so then yes. get out of that and get through. And yeah, I was stuck in there for like 10 minutes. It was, uh, it was horrendous. <laughs> so um, yeah, the guys had to come in. Just awful. Okay. So, and I did get my ID back, so that was, uh, that was <laughs> right, good. Right, okay. You so, weren't arrested or anything no, like that? No, no, no. no. no, no. Obviously, didn't, my thumbprint. Didn't haul off the auditors to somewhere <laughs> no, else. No, no, It's just another ploy to get rid of the auditors. Yes, yes. yeah, yeah. No, yeah. no cup of tea. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Small, yes. small space. Yeah. Okay. Um, what do you consider the outlook is for businesses at the moment? I mean, we've had just coming out of, hopefully coming out of the pandemic. Yes. COVID's hit a lot of businesses hard. Mm-hmm. No doubt we've all seen that as, as part of what we're doing. Do you, and, and now, obviously, with what's happening in Ukraine as well, yes. um, which is absolutely terrible, um, how do you see the outlook for businesses generally? Do you think it's going to improve at all, or is it just the cost of living squeeze is just going to get more and more? Yeah, I mean... It's, it's all doom and gloom, isn't it, on the, yes. on the news, uh, especially with Ukraine, it's, it's awful. But um, what I've seen from businesses at the moment is they are improving post-COVID, which mm-hmm. is good to see. Um, but although profits are improving, gross profits are definitely tight. You know, the margins are tightening. Um, we've got a lot of freight forwarders and manufacturers who deal a lot with containers from China. Yes. Um, and the... The margin on those is is just gone crazy. It's ridiculous. So mm-hmm. a container that would have cost three grand, you know, two well two years ago, a year, yes. even a year ago, yeah. is now heading off to twenty. Yes. Um, so it, it's it's tough to make a decent gross profit margin. I think mm-hmm. after COVID because of that, and then obviously you've got HGV drivers being sure. low. So yeah, you know that's tightening it again. So a lot of it's freight. So if, mm-hmm. I think if you're in a business that doesn't require freight, then you're potentially doing okay. But mm. Um, if there's freight involved, definitely it's it's a struggle. Um, and then obviously you've got the the fuel crisis at the moment as well. Sure. So finally, Rebecca, um, if you didn't do accountancy, yeah, what would you have done? I've not got the confidence on stage to be a jazz guitarist, right. but I would have liked that. Um, and I didn't have the um, the commitment. To be an Olympic swimmer, so I don't know. One of the okay. two. If I it could, if I could improve my confidence and my commitment, one of those two. Brilliant. Yeah. Thanks very much indeed for chatting yeah, to you. us this morning. Um, I hope you've been, enjoyed a little bit of an insight onto what into what we do at Hearts, a little bit of an insight into our team and how an audit actually runs. So please join us soon for the next podcast. I look forward to seeing you soon.